The Radio Fam Podcast. TheRadioFam.com. Welcome, Radio Fam, to Season 3, Episode 6. This episode features Dana Schaefer. Um, Dana is a gal that I met on, um, she was just, you know, a follower of the Radio Fam, and so we met over Instagram. And why she stood out to me was, um, in particular, her, she was very, like, artsy, you know, she can paint, she can, um, she is, like, a baker, um, so she's got, like, her own little, like, Dana's desserts, um, and, you know, I even bought, like, you know how last year those, um, hot chocolate balls were really popular, she made those, and I always say that out of everybody that I tried last year, hers were the best, not only were they the prettiest, but they broke the way they were supposed to, and they tasted the best, um, so, and then what really stood out to me is that she was another young female that collects like old radio stuff, like not just old radios, but like old, um, you know, like advertisements or just, um, or like old vintage radio apparel and stuff like that. And there's not like a lot of us out there. So I thought it was really cool. So me and Dana have been connected over the past year. Um, I knew that she's somebody that frequented conferences a lot. Uh, so in here, uh, perfect timing. We actually recorded this episode before um, there was any partnership with Morning Show Bootcamp. Uh, so it's funny because she is definitely a big uh, cheerleader of Morning Show Bootcamp and um, really conferences in general. Um, so yeah, kind of Dana's thing is definitely networking and just getting to know a lot of people and her she's got like a very spontaneous um personality so you know she's that girl that'll go take two day trips you know across the country just to you know meet some radio people and and do that whole thing um and I can respect that and um just a reminder like a lot of the people not just Dana she did say this but other people they'll listen to these episodes and be like I feel like I talk too much or whatever like I edit so just you know in case it wasn't obvious enough but I do edit them to be that way so I take away a lot of what I'm saying because if you listen to a lot of these episodes you'll probably realize that I can get a little repetitive to what I can say to guests so I really kind of say certain things to bring out um, conversations in them and that's what's great about each of these episodes is that I don't really consider myself like the leader of them I love like each guest to sort of be the um, host of the episode if you will so um so yeah, if you as a listener are ever like, oh my God, these people talk so much, um, you, you, totally, I edit them that way, and because really, every episode we record is probably about an hour and a half long, and I edit these down to, yeah, about 30 or 40 minutes, so there's a lot of the person talking, but I just want to bring out like the fun points or the good points that they're saying, and um, yeah, so this is this is a more um, lighthearted, fun episode. Um, Dana yeah just enjoy Dana she's got just a a fun little story and um yeah enjoy her spontaneous personality and us talking a little bit about morning show boot camp so hopefully we'll see you there if you really want to if you really want to know the the whole story I love the story (laughs) telling it so yes please do (laughs) so when I I always wanted to be on like tv like Mm -hmm. I wanted to be on like good morning America ABC 7 that kind of thing. Like I grew up with my grandma watching me throughout the days when my parents were at work. So I have my, my arms tatted. I have a radio mic and I have a baking whisk because those are my two passions. And those, that's what I do. I bake and I do radio. But when I was a kid, my grandma would bake with me. And then afterwards we'd watch like Oprah and eyewitness news and in the morning would be good morning America. So WPLJ in New York 
um, the radio station with Scott and Todd in the morning, right? They would always go around our area and they would like do like the promotional like events and stuff like that, right? And then ABC used to do a baseball game versus PLJ back in the summers at Jackal Stadium in like Little Falls, New Jersey. And so I would always go there every summer with like my mom or my dad and like I would meet them and I'm like, I want to be on TV. I want to be on radio. And they're like, well, when you get in college, you know, make sure you're an intern, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that's so far away because I'm like seven. Yeah, yeah. But fast forward (laughs) like 10 or so years or more, uh, I finally went to college and everything. And like I was I was literally at a fork in the road. And sorry if I'm like. I'm going deep into this. I know. I love it. Ready. Okay. I love it. <laughs> so I was literally at a fork in the road, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was two side, there was a sidewalk where it like split and I can go with my friends, which I would be comfortable with and go towards wherever they're majoring in, or I can go to the radio and communications department, which I knew no one in. Obviously I have to do it and I have to just like suck it up and go alone because I'm not going to go to like science. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> God forbid. Right. <laughs> and then so like I went that way and then like I met the people at the radio station. And then so one kid, he wound up DMing me and he's like, oh, you should join the radio station here. And I'm like, oh, I didn't really think of radio, even though, you know, at every- the college, the radio station at the college. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the radio okay. station at William Patterson University, WP 887 FM, Brave New Radio. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I went over there and I was like, I never really thought of radio, but like when I was a kid with my grandma, she would always have the the speakers in the house, like the big boom boxes mm-hmm. and everything playing CD 101.9 smooth jazz. <laughs> oh, I love and, it. And, uh, you know, anyway, so we, uh, so I went to the radio station. I thought it was really cool. Then I wound up going, uh, I was, I was on my first show and this guy walks in. And I'm like, you look really familiar. And he's like, no, you don't know me. He's like, I work at a radio station. You don't know me. And I'm like, no, no, I think I do. And he's like, well, look it up. And so he goes, look up PLJ. And he's the executive producer of the Scott and Tom morning show or whatever at the time, Monk. And I was like, oh my God, I know you. I met you all the time at the Jackals games. And he's like, you did? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, yeah. So I was like, oh, I would love to like talk to you more. And so like one thing led to another and I wound up going in for an interview for an internship uh, over there. And he was like, I was showing him all these pictures and I told him about all the stories about meeting them in the past. He's like, get out. That is so <sighs> crazy. Yeah. So then that's how I, that's how it all started. It's like, he came in, it just so happened to come into my radio show one day. And then like, that's where it started. And then I, I went, I totally forgot about TV. Like I did it in college. Like I was the president of the TV network there at Willie P and things like that. But like, I, I just stuck with radio for the four years mainly. And uh-huh. then from there I went to CBS FM and then I went to you know, I stayed there and then I went to 1010 wins. And then from there I moved to LA and then I came back. And so long story short, I guess I always said that, like, I've been networking since I was a child yeah, because technically really- I have been. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to tell you with that. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, look at us here. We are talking right now. And like, mm-hmm. how did, I mean, granted we met on like Instagram kind of, you know, uh-huh. what I mean? but we met in person on, uh, you know, morning show boot camp. I was so nervous getting like my tattoos because I like, oh, like work, what are they going to think? And so I always said that like my alien tattoo on my ankle got me the job at Kiss FM Ooh. because I, the way I got my job at Kiss FM, 
I, I was living in LA in the summer for like a little bit. And uh, I did like a, I worked with an internship program to do their video production and like film the students doing mm. their adventures throughout the summer. Like it was the, the best job I had in the, at the time where I was like just filming. And I was just like recording everyone having fun and experiencing their lives and then cutting it up and sending it out to them so that their parents can see it wherever they lived. And like, Aww. everyone was just happy, you know, yeah. and just, it was good vibes all around. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so I moved, I went back home and like, I remember I was in New York with my dad and I looked at the ball, like, because the New Year's Eve ball was in Times Square all the time now. And I was like, I want to go to LA. I want to work at Kiss FM. And he's like, oh, okay, Dana, like I'm the only child. So like I give him like a heart attack all the time. Like he's got the gray hair because you know, I'm like stressing him out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to do it, dad. And he's like, mm, go ahead. I'll support you. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> And like, so I went out there, like I had a few radio friends, you know, in, in New York that put me in contact with some people like iHeart in LA, just to say hi, you know, check out the studios or whatever. And I went into the iHeart studios and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm the girl in New York that applied. And my boss was like, you're the one in New York that applied to this job. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, why did you come all the way out here? I was like, I don't know. I wanted to try it. And she's like, are you moving out here? And I was like, yeah, in like two weeks. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you are. I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I am. I am. And I was like, yep. And I had no plan to move. I was like, I'm not moving until I know I got a job. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I lied. And I said that I, I was good on you. Everyone knows it. I'm a liar now, but hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> and, and then so like, you know, she's like, all right, we'll come back at like three and we'll meet. I'm like, and I was like, all right, cool. So I met up with Jojo then we were all in the, the, like office or whatever. And I was had, I've had flats on and I have an alien tattoo on like my, my ankle. Right. Oh, are you there? Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> I love it. And, and he was wearing long sleeves at the time. And he's like, is that an alien tattoo? He's sitting next to me. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I was like, it's just the first tattoo. I just got it in December. I don't know. Sorry. You know? Yeah. And he's like, oh my God, it's so cool. He pulls up his sleeve and he shows his tattoo sleeve and it's like X-Files, UFO, like Michael oh. Jackson, like all like different things, like monsters or what, I don't know, everything, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, you like aliens too? And then my boss, my future boss, she was like, oh, here we go. And then we just hit it off. And then so- <laughs> I was like, all right, well, nice to meet you. And then I flew back home like the next day and I sent a follow-up email being like, Hey, thank you so much for your time, blah, blah, blah. And I remember asking my friends, I was like, should I sign it with an alien emoji? And they're like, Dana, don't, don't do it. That's not professional. (laughs) I'm like, I think I'm going to do it. And they're like, don't do it, Dana, don't. And then I'm like, I'm doing it. So (laughs) it's like the TikTok, like, I'm not going to do it. I was just thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. And they're like, I did, I did it. it. <laughs> so like, so that's I want to how you stand it. out. Yeah. I mean, what the heck? Look, I got an alien tattoo on my foot. We were talking about aliens and tattoos. Like if you don't want me, don't want me. But then exactly. I got a call within like the week saying like, Hey, can you be out here by like uh, February 27th? And I'll, I'm at 10, 10 wins at the time, like in the studio. And I'm like, so like two weeks, not even. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I'll be there. And I hang up. I'm like, oh my God, I got this job. I don't know what I'm going to do, you know? And like, 
So it was, it was crazy, but I, I went on Facebook and I went on to like LA housing and this girl in New York was also looking to move to LA at the same time. Okay. We just became friends. So we went and got coffee in New York before she moved. She found our apartment. I moved in with her. I packed my back of my car and I shifted across the country and I flew myself out there. That's and it amazing. was all within two weeks. And it was just, it was crazy. But like, I also knew going into that, that I was getting a major pay cut from what I was making in, in New York. Okay. But, and then I also knew I was paying rent, which was like a grand a month because like I was obviously splitting the rent and everything. Yeah. But I, I did it anyway, because I was like, I want to try it and I want to do it and like, and see how this works out. And so like, you know, no regrets. How long I, were you there for? Like three years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it worked out, but I mean, like at a point, like I was like, okay, I need to do something again. Like, and thankfully right before I moved um, back home again, I was saying I was moving to New York and I had really no plan at the time, but uh, I, I met someone at talk show boot camp who like, you know, we kept in touch with, and then one thing led to another connections da, 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 and then I got an interview at ABC and got the That's job amazing. half of my jobs are from like either talk show boot camp morning show boot camp or because of like the random events that I went to where there are radio people and mm -hmm. I just met them and then from there you know we kept in touch so it's like it's really important to go to these things <laughs> yeah it's totally everything that I always hear like every year it's why are you in radio radio's dying don't mm. stay in radio find an all, another job or like, you know, uh, like to each their own, you know, and it's not all negative. Some people are like, yeah, stay in radio. Well, you know, I'm not going to say it's all negative. I do hear a lot of things where it's like, ah, be careful. Cause who knows what radio is going to be in 20 years. You know what I mean? But like, as long as I have this tattoo on my, my skin yes. and I'm still alive, radio will be alive. You know, mm -hmm. it might change. It's going to change. Anything changes, but like, that's why I think it's important to have like millennials or younger people on these panels so that the people that are older that think radio is dying can have that hope and then be like, oh, wait a second. Like these young kids, kids mm -hmm. or these young people or whatever are passionate about radio. Maybe if we listen to them about their ideas, maybe like the fact that they are on Twitch or they, they do a lot on Instagram or something, things that we don't do like Maybe if we listen to them, radio will stay alive. <laughs> exactly. You know? And I, I mean, like, honestly, like, I remember working at a few different stations, like 2014, 2015, mm -hmm. like around that area, like 2013 to 2016, maybe 2017. Mm -hmm. And I, I would tell them, like, you got to get on like Instagram. You got to get on like Facebook live. You have to do this. You have to do that. And they looked at me like I had like three heads. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, we're not. We're like, we're this kind of station. We're not going to do that. And I'm like, trust me, like, let me try. But granted, I remember the times that I, I would try to be on their Facebook lives or I'd try to do stuff like everything was crashing. Nothing would work properly. Mm -hmm. We didn't have the like the right equipment. So, I mean, it was hard too. like, you think like 2015 wasn't too long ago, but like in, in the ways of, like technology and like how much how far we've come from there it's like right. it was a different time back then still it, like 
It really was. But this is one thing I will say about radio calls, like or uh, Zoom calls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was like, oh, how did, how did you transition from working in the office to working from home or this and that? Did you find it was a positive or negative? I'm like, well, it's a negative because I'm a very social person. So every day I would knock on my boss's doors and my coworkers' doors in their offices being like, hey, what's up? You need anything? You need any help? And I can't do that now. I got to send a weird email be like, so how are you doing? You know, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. uh, what? <laughs> yeah. But like the benefits of having Zoom and working from home and everything is that like, f- for instance, someone like me, like now that I work at ABC, like ABC is awesome in the sense that like, they're very supportive. They give me all the opportunities. If I ask them, they're like, yeah, go for it. You Mm. got this. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm a producer or if I'm someone higher or lower, like if I want to do something, they're open to letting me do it. And then going from there, you know, but like, I can reach out to whoever and be like, like, let me do an interview with you or something. And they can't turn you down. I mean, they can, they still will, mm-hmm. but like, it's harder because it's not like you have to meet them for coffee or it doesn't, it's not like you have to like, you know, meet them in a studio and do an interview for an hour. It's like, look, give me five, 10 minutes on zoom. We're good. Like, mm-hmm. how are you going to say no to that? You know what I mean? So you, a lot, a lot of, a lot of people, a lot more things are more accessible, which is really good in that sense. So like, I took that to my benefit when the pandemic happened and I was just interviewing like crazy because I was like, why not? So you were, so you were asking like to interview the person that you were talking to or asking if they would interview you? No, like to interview them. So like, if there was a story or if there was um, news that just came out about something, okay, I was just like, let me interview them. Let me interview them. Like, okay. Oh, gotcha. Even still, like if I wanted to meet up with like a coworker Mm -hmm. or maybe someone that was like higher up that I don't think would have been too successful, like too, uh, like open to meeting for coffee back in the day, you know what I mean? Which I really never had that problem, but like, say if that were the case. Yeah. Now, I can be like, Hey, do you want to talk on zoom for a few minutes? And it's great. Cause it's like, they're like, well, yeah, I guess so. But you know, the thing with ABC now is like a, a lot of people or like certain bosses or whatever, they'll do these things where like, they'll mix and match you with random like people in the, in the company to talk to for oh, like cool. a half hour. And so it's like next or no, later this week, I'm talking to someone in California so it's like I'm learning about people of all different you know positions and walks of life in the Disney and ABC company and talking to them one-on-one like this yeah that I never would have had before like it was funny because my boyfriend like I met him in the beginning of the pandemic last year Uh and I was like so hyped about morning show boot camp this year because last year obviously was like online. Oh yeah, like, I can't wait, I can't wait. And he literally told me, like, he's like, Thank God this is happening because literally since the day I met you, you have been talking about morning show boot camp. <laughs> like it's like some crazy thing. Because I always said, I was like, morning show boot camp in Chicago in 2019 was like my favorite vacation. Vacation. Love it. Ever. Uh, like I went to Vegas like three or four times in my life. Uh-huh. And this Chicago trip was more fun than any Vegas trip, 
any LA trip, any vacation. And like, this is like a networking slash job, like, get I was gonna say, well, what made it feel that way? Because you just made such great connections or because it was radio, like all of that. Yeah. yeah I mean, like it was a new city. Cause I never went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, Swiss hotel was really cool. Like the hotel that we stayed at. Yeah. Like just everyone that was there, especially that year, like you know, it was all my old coworkers from LA, New York, and like everyone else that I knew, like scattered around the U S came to that one because obviously the world was still open. Yeah. And, and it was so great. And then I remember, you know, sitting down with like Don and a few other people like Rick rumble and, Oh God, I couldn't even tell you who else, but like, we all sat down for dinner and just drinking wine and just talking about radio. And they're like, tell me about some of your radio stories. And I just went off the deep end. <laughs> yeah. And like, don't mind if I do. Yeah, yeah. And they're just there and they're like, wait, like, how do you know this person? Or like, you and Mick- Mickey Dolan's what? Like, you know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. just like going, they didn't think that I like knew these things or like, mm-hmm. I like what dates me now is saying that I worked with Scott and Todd in the morning because Mm -hmm. it's no longer there. And like, it shows a moment in time that's no longer there. You're like, oh, wait, she worked for Scott and Todd. So she, oh, okay. You know, like that's some time, but yes, but like, I don't know. Like, it was just like so fun because I just remember like going back to my hotel room and I was just like, man, like, I just, I just released all the radio (laughs) history that I had pent up for 10 years. Like, finally, like, I don't know, but everyone has their own path. And like the way that you think you're going to go is probably not the way you will go. Mm -hmm. And like reading, for instance, Carol Miller's book or like Bobby Bones, he's hysterical. Mm -hmm. Um, Like for TV, Good Morning America, Ginger Z, like natural disaster book had Uh me like in tears at times because it was just so it hit so close to home for me for instance because even with me going to ABC like that whole transition for her in the same way like it was just it's just crazy but it's like I don't know like it's just cool to hear everyone's story a lot of radio people a lot of radio hosts that I've met and like people that are like big time you know Mm -hmm. they're like yeah I'm actually really shy and I get really nervous but it's just like, you know, you're behind a mic. So people don't see you all the time, but now it's like, kind of like you're on screen too sometimes, but mm-hmm. a lot of people get like stage fright still, which is crazy. Cause you think, Oh, they sound confident and fine. Like I'm yeah. super shy, but like the only time I light up is when I'm like on radio or like when I'm at these conferences. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say <laughs> shy. <laughs> Yeah, no, for real. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm trying to get out of that shell though. Like, you know, with everything else, but I yeah, know. I love that what you do, like with, with the radio fam thing, like when I found your Instagram, like, I guess it was probably in the beginning of the pandemic uh-huh, that I uh-huh, found I think so, yeah. something. I was just looking up radio people and I found that, but like, I was just like, this is awesome. This is exactly what I wanted. Really are the only like radio platform that I see like that out there that like really like is interactive with everyone in radio, you know, it's awesome. Trying to build our little network. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. I love the, uh, you know, the artistic side, you know, that you have, and then the actual like radio nerd side of like collecting some of your, uh, 
you know, like the old stuff. Cause not like a lot of people do that. So I was like, oh my God, like we're both like young females that collect old radio stuff. <laughs> That's what I'm like. When I saw that part of you, like that side of you, I was like, wait a second, there's another me out in that world. Yeah, like, that's what I felt. Yeah, because it's always like older people and stuff. So what, yeah, what got you into nothing like- wrong with that, but someone's yeah. got to keep it going. So <laughs> what got you into that stuff and what, what's kind of your, uh, cause I see it's, it's funny. It's like, we all collect the old stuff, but it's like, we kind of have like our own like taste. So like, what do you yeah. kind of look for? And whatever's available on eBay, <laughs> eBay is the best, right? <laughs> it's so funny. Cause like, I remember as a kid, my dad would always be on eBay and selling things on eBay. And I was like, that's like such an old person thing. <laughs> and then like, now here I am, like, People are like, Dana, you're always on your phone. I'm like, I'm on eBay. I'm bidding, okay? Like, there was a t-shirt. And I'll pull it out right now. I'll go and get it. Yep, yep. Got to show it to the camera. Yeah. KLOS 95.5 um, t-shirt from Sammy Hager. Here we go. That's right. Uh, that's such a cool graphic. Right? I love it's, that. It's an old school 95.5, like, emblem on on the brick wall and everything trying to s- describe it for the audio purposes yeah yeah and then it just has the sammy hager wording in the back with a quarter flash los angeles memorial sports arena 1982 That's and so this cool. shirt was on ebay and i thought it looked so cool so the bidding war that i had with someone <laughs> this thing was like ten dollars right yeah yeah and so like a few days go by, goes up to 25, 26. Okay, we're bidding back and forth. The last five minutes, this Ooh. was going up 30, 40, 45, 50. I'm like, I'm winning this. The last <laughs> second, I'm not even kidding. The last two seconds, I, brought, I forgot it was like 54 or something. And then I bid in the last two seconds. I'm like, I'm going to wait. And I just threw it in. I was like 57, I think, or something like yeah. that, or 60. And then I won and I was like, oh my God, thank God. But I was like around everyone. Like I was like at a family thing and everyone's like, they know what is going on. I'm like, I need to win this shirt. <laughs> it totally becomes about that. There's totally, there's some times where I'm like, I'm only gonna, my budget for that item is just this. But then somebody starts, yeah, bidding with me at the end. And I'm like, I gotta win it now. Okay, I'll spend a little more. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, most of it's by now. I love that. A few bids. But like most of the stuff that I have, like I have a radio wall, my radio wall um, uh-huh. are, are a bunch of collections of different like pictures and posters that I have either from oh, like yeah. previous jobs or coworkers or whatever I found on eBay. Mm-hmm. Like I worked at Jingle Ball at Kiss FM in LA and uh-huh. I asked them, I was like, are you guys getting rid of that? Like, you know, like sign. And I love like, that. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm taking that. Like I found a picture of like, Atwater Kent radio poster at an uh-huh. old job that they weren't going to use. Then like my friend, like this is, this is a coworker's gift. It was a folder. ABC is radio and it's a hot pink folder, but I, I just that. framed it because it looked cool. It does. I like how you frame it. I need to frame a bunch of minds like that. Yeah. So it's really neat. And then like, I have like a little crate on the bottom over here where I just like hook things on. Uh-huh. And most of them are either bumper stickers or um, matchbooks. From oh like yeah, seventies. Uh huh. There's a, like a 1970s K and X 1070 matchbook that if you open it up, it has the whole map of LA in it. Which oh is really? Because it's paper in a matchbook, but right. <laughs> you know, 
but it's really cool. And it's like, I don't know, like there's magazine cutouts and stuff from 1010 Winds and Johnny Carson ads and uh, old KFI picture from the old studio. Like, I don't know. I have a 1950s Sure mic too that I bought. Um, I just need to get the wire and I really want to do like oldies shows with that. Ooh, that would be fun. So you collect stuff too, right? I do. So like uh-huh. what's what's the type of stuff that you collect? I like stuff that's more I brought it. I funny, and when you were saying matchbook, I thought I brought one over here, but I guess not. Um, but I like stuff since I've been like in promotions and like marketing. I like things that are like um like advertisements. So this is like a mm-hmm. So this is like a list of like old stations that are on here, but it was like also it was like part of this like beauty ad calendar thing. Oh, that's so awesome. like <laughs> I like stuff like that, or you'll you'll like this one a lot. Like Did you have like an old book or something. I've got a few of those. Yep, <gasps> they're kind of all over, but they're this so one's cool because cool. this one's in New York, like dial mode like what in the world okay so where do you find this stuff this was an ebay one and i'm actually mad because when i bought it it was like before i was like doing my store and everything and there was somebody selling like a case of them but i was like i don't need a case i was like i just want one so Mm. i bought the one i'm sure i'm sure they come up you know but i'm bummed that i didn't get the case because a lot of it i like like finding this stuff too and having it available for other people like us that are like oh cool and you know to like these things and this is the last one I brought over I was like I brought a couple things over <clears throat> and this one's yeah. cool because it's like a it's like somebody had made this one like a pottery. oh that's cool 87 and, and yeah and so I was able to like reach out Ew. to her and ask wow. like about this and I think she just had said she just made a few for this I don't remember if they were just giveaways or or what but I love that it was like you know an actual like art piece kind of thing wow yeah um, that's awesome and how it's like the little Nevada thing <laughs> Yeah, you know? that's so cool. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Shop Radio Fam apparel, home studio decor, radio gifts, and more at theradiofam.com.